Christos. Uh, tomorrow's going to be Trump's 100th day in office, and we're finding out that he had the worst first quarter in uh, the last three years, the economy growing a 0.7%. Here's what Trump had to say about his first 100 days. This is more work than in my previous life. I thought it would be easier. I thought it was more of a... I'm a details-oriented person. I think you would say that. But I do miss my old life. This... I like to work, so that's not a problem. But this is actually more work. This is actually more work. What did he think he was going to be doing? And I think he also had a problem with the fact that the Secret Service is always around and he's being observed 24-7 so he doesn't have his freedom. But, I mean, right, right there, when people go, why don't you like Trump? Well, this is more work? I mean, of course it's going to be. You're the President of the United States of America. I think he Give thought that that line would be humanizing. Like, um, you know, you get into something and you just sort of look around like, oh, God, what have I gotten myself into? What hath I wrought? Hey, by the way, people in the States uh, Wednesday, they were freaking out about Margaret Atwood's Handmaid's Tale because they don't realize that it was a very successful novel in the 80s, I believe it came out. And then it was spun off into a movie with Faye Dunaway. Uh, it's been remade and it's been remade into a series. And at first I pashot it. I thought, oh, that's ridiculous. But it stars Elizabeth Moss, and she's from Mad Men. She played Peggy. She's amazing. And it looks really dark and fantastic and actually might uh, be more like the book than the film was. Anyhow, it premiered on Wednesday in the States. It premieres here on Sunday. Here's a little uh, snippet of The Handmaid's Tale. I was asleep before. That's how we let it happen. When they slaughtered Congress, we didn't wake up. When they blamed terrorists and suspended the Constitution... We didn't wake up then either. Now I'm awake. That's Offred, played by Elizabeth Moss. Now she's awake, and unfortunately, she has to moisten her skin with butter. You have to read the book. But the Trump supporters are are ticked off because they think it's a statement about Trump and uh, the media jumping on this storyline, and it's not. By the way, Margaret Atwood, if you're going to watch it on Sunday on Bravo, I've got my PVR set, she plays Elizabeth Moss's um, aunt, and she has a cameo where she strikes Elizabeth Moss. Oh. Yeah, and Americans were going, hey, was that you? They tweeted at Margaret Atwood, was that you? And she said yes. And they said, will you do another cameo? She said, no, I'm exhausted. <laughs> That's How it. many times did she have to strike that poor girl? She's like a regular Stan Lee showing up in all her movies. I am looking forward to it. Speaking of movies, this is interesting. A uh, movie has inspired a uh, research team in Australia to name, uh, rename two twin plants that they've been studying for years. They were originally known as the egg and bacon pea flowers. And they've, through studies, realized that these uh, plants are more different than they previously believed. And so immediately thought that kind of twin plants that are kind of different at the same time. I mean, they're very similar, yet very, very much not the same. Immediately, their mind jumped to this movie. My name is Julius, and I'm your twin brother. Oh, obviously. The moment I sat down, I thought I was looking into a mirror. Yeah, that's Twins with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. They, uh, by the way, have renamed those two plants Davisia Schwarzenegger and Davisia DeVito because one of them is like all pure strength and uh, it's similar to Schwarzenegger's character. And I guess the other one is like slovenly, little... 
Short and sarcastic? <laughs> Slightly angrier, maybe thornier, <laughs> who knows. Anyhow, um, the scientists also wanted to honor uh, Schwarzenegger for his work with the, as the governor of California for pioneering the reduction of carbon emissions and advising the Australian government to do the same. Sometimes this- I wonder about uh, some of these scientists who start naming things after celebrities. We heard about Radiohead the other yeah. day. Is this just a ploy to get in the news so that you can get your name out there and then become... Uh, get more money from donors and benefactors who would uh, fund your research? It's not a bad idea. By the way, both plants are at risk of extinction. Unfortunately, the same cannot be said for the Twins franchise. A sequel, I kid you not, is being planned. Get this. Here's the storyline. They weren't twins. They were triplets. And the third brother, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy hasn't been in anything forever. I can smell it from here. It smells so bad, you know? <laughs> oh, come on. I, I think Ooh. a little a little uh, injection of Eddie Murphy into that, into that film franchise. Why not? Let's do it. Let's try it out. But now we're going to need a third plant for those scientists to study. Yeah. Possible. It's possible. Oh, hey. Uh, I don't know if you grabbed. Did you manage to? Kevin O'Leary, did you catch the press conference? When he was deciding to drop out of the conservative leadership race, Chris, you may have heard, uh, basically he said that he uh, was one of the most famous Canadians on the planet. So Alan Carter from Global News tweeted out, I'm the best known Canadian on American television, says Kevin O'Leary, somewhere at William Shatner just did a spit take. Who responded? This guy. She came from Greece. She had a thirst for knowledge. She studied sculpture at St. Martin's College. That's where I... She told me that her dad was loaded. I said, in that case, I'll have a rum and Coca-Cola. She said, fine. And in 30 seconds time, she said, I want to live like common people. I want to do whatever common people do. I'm sorry, I I like this song. That's why I wanted to... Let it be out there. So William Shatner, who has 2.5 million followers on Twitter, he was one of the first adopters of Twitter. Um, he wrote, who's that? And then he, he, he I guess, did a little uh, Googling, and then he went, yeah, I looked him up, Mr. Wonderful. But honestly, what color is the sky in his world? And then people were jumping on the bandwagon. Someone said, um, at William Shatner, as Samantha B smiles in her coffee, um, at William Shatner, I think he was on Rescue Me. And someone else said, at William Shatner, Alec Trebek may be wondering the same thing. That's a good point. That is very funny. You know what? I, the more mm-hmm. I think about this whole Kevin O'Leary thing, the more I think I should have seen this coming because this is all he does on Shark Tank and Dragon's Den. He acts like he's going to invest in one of these companies. And then at the end, he says, well, you know what? The numbers just don't make sense for me. I'm out. And doesn't actually invest in, in most of the sh- in most of the companies that come up. So I think he pulled a big uh, Dragon's Den Shark Tank on the rest of us here. He was doing a bit. All right. It's, it's staying true to his character, though. It's interesting. Chris, uh, are you uh, okay going into this weekend? Are you a little bit... Uh, I know the Raps won last mm-hmm. night. What a game. Holy moly. Yeah. They're you, moving they on. They can't make anything easy on the fans. No, that was... They were leading by 25 points at one time, mm-hmm. and then uh, they were losing, and then they were up, and they it was a very, very narrow win, but uh, thankfully they're moving on. But the Maple Leafs, you know, fans, they're dealing with a lot of stress. And apparently, it's okay if you're a little bit depressed after our team got knocked out. According to a new survey, Toronto Maple Leaf fans are a little bluer after that heartbreaking overtime loss in Game 6. And that's okay. Basically, uh, this new survey done by StubHub said 33 of Canadians find watching the Stanley Cup playoffs stressful. 
one in four feels depressed that their team is eliminated from the postseason. Yeah. I would say that you definitely fit into that category. Oh, for sure. And it's funny because uh, my wife kind of mocked me for being so low after that. And everyone else was sort of excited and said, oh, we had a great season and we weren't supposed to go on that run. But it, I had trouble getting up the next morning and I knew going to bed that night that I was going to. I just know when my team gets eliminated from when a Toronto team gets eliminated, period, I'm going to be down. But I'll especially be blue when it's the Leafs. But hopefully the Raptors can fill that leaf size hole in my heart. Listen, you were stressed out, too, during the playoffs. I definitely saw that. Stress isn't the only health impact, by the way, of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, drinking more alcohol, yeah. losing sleep, like you said. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, as far as the workday goes, yeah, this you're less productive. more work. Yeah, it's more, it's more work because <laughs> you've got more to do at work. Uh, ten, three in ten Canadians are checking the updates during work hours when the yeah. game is on. It's stressful. They say you can manage the stress by eating well, getting enough sleep, engaging in regular exercise, and not supporting the Leafs because they're not going to win the cup. Come on! Hey, add that, add that in. All right. Low shot, I understand. No, I feel bad. Next year. Next year. It's just around the corner.